once again. Return up the man. Hop out the world. Return up the man. Watch my flow. You know that I'll be back. Here I go. What is up, everybody? Welcome to, wow, episode, what, 13 of the Libra Green Show. I am, of course, your host, Libra Green. Damn, it's been like, what, a year? No, not really. It's been eight months, nine months? I could have had a whole baby in this time period. But that's the problem, because nobody, nobody trying to knock your bitch up. I mean, what's, what's really good? I mean, actually, that's a lie. Plenty are trying to knock your bitch. Okay, we won't even go there yet anyway. What's up? Of course, you can't respond. I should have learned that by now, but it's been so long. I could be rusty for all you know. Damn, I can't even think of a good reason as to why why it's been so long. But, um, you know, don't worry because it won't be this long ever, ever again. I can promise you that. Somewhere along the line, I promised myself that... uh, once I got out of the job that I was in, that I would resume the show again. And guess what? I'm out of that horrible job, and here I am, back, jam-packed, full of energy, ready to go for you, for you, my wonderful, faithful handful of listeners. And, again, I don't care if it's one listener or ten. I know I'm going to have at least one, so that's what counts the most. Man, I am... What's been going on with me? Nothing that most people don't already know because I live my life like an open book. What I will say is the last year... Happy New Year, by the way. It's still still pretty new in this year. I mean, for there to be 12 months, we're still not out of the first one yet, so I think I can still say Happy New Year. 2018 was an eye-opening year for me. It was miles better than 2017. I was just actually saying this to somebody earlier that I feel bad that people didn't have great years in 2018 because by comparison, my 2018 was quite wonderful. As you may or may not remember from the 2017 show, that year was the fucking pits. You know, the the breakup, my father passing, all that shit. So I'm happy to leave all that negative energy from 2017 in 2017 and that's not to say that some horrible shit didn't go down in 2018 because there were definitely some horrible ass moments but just imagine for some of the shit that have gone down in 2018 that still still 2017 was worse so that's how you know 2017 was made of like nothing but sinister bullshit but i'm happy to be here in 2019 in a better place in a better space in a better Better, arguably better living situation. Um, I was living with, I had two roommates. I had to vacate that situation. Some uh, some rent issues may have happened that may or may not have been my fault. Not entirely my fault, clearly. But, you know, you live and you learn and you move forward. And you find out who, <laughs> you find out who your real friends are. Because uh, you, you, you deal with people, you live with people who you think are going to be cool to live with and you know tension just builds over over the course of months over the course of a year or so so I'm happy to be out of that living situation without you know having to slap anybody and that's one thing about 2019 I will say I feel like this is going to be the year where I slap the piss out of somebody I don't know why I feel that way. And that's a strong feeling I have, too. I feel like I'm going to slap the piss fire out of somebody this year. I've gone 25 years. I am, I'll am i be 26 this year in October. 
I've gone 25 years without slapping a bitch. Without slapping a single soul. I might be overdue. I have not gotten into a fight. Not that I need to be fighting as an adult. But, you know, it just might be overdue. It might be my inner child wanting to fight. I've never gotten suspended for a fight. I mean, in third grade, me and this girl both got ISS because we was kicking each other. But it was some bullshit. I was mad the teacher was even watching. We were in line, leaving, in line to leave, waiting for dismissal. And we was kicking each other and got in trouble for that shit. Like, bitch, you could have let us go. And it wasn't even, like, a big deal. Nobody even saw it. We were just, like, first of all, we had crushes on each other. So it was some, like, Helga and Arnold shit. <laughs> Reference to another one of my previous episodes. It was, like, some Helga and Arnold shit. We was kicking each other. And I'm like, bitch, you could have let us go. Instead, I had to sit in fucking, like, in-school suspension in third grade. I don't know, there's white women for you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm not kidding, but... Yeah, so... 2019 is a great year already. It's gonna be greater. Got a new job. As of yesterday, just accepted the offer. Um, So that's wonderful. You know, everything is done... Everything is done so electronically now. You can just do it all via your phone. I mean, they emailed me the offer letter. I was able to sign it with my damn finger. Send it off that way. So... You know, I thought that was pretty dope. But yeah, um, it's funny because like when I shared the email about the offer letter, I covered like all the information and I'm not really like that. I don't really mind people, A, knowing my, like people won't protect their first and last names. Everybody knows my name is Charles Cleat. Like I have no, especially me being somebody who is an artist as well, a songwriter who, I mean, I'm going to get popular at some point, at least that's the plan. And it's not going to be hard to find out my name when I was born. Like, my name is Charles Cleet. I have no problem with people knowing that. But I covered up the name of the place. I covered up the HR lady who sent me the email, which obviously you want to cover up somebody else's name. I covered up the position I'm doing. I, look, all I will say is that it's an insurance-related job. That's all I'm saying for now. Now, when I get my business cards, I'll start passing them out and be like, hey, you know, but uh other than that yeah 2019 is going well so far um new job working on new music just left the studio yesterday which could be why i sound a little sick aside from me actually getting sick i did do some recording yesterday um took a lot of time on a song that uh, i'm really really excited about very excited about actually um you know it's just based on some of the decisions i've made in the last year as opposed to the decisions made by other people that have affected me. So it's really just me. Kind of, it's, like a, it's a very self-reflective self-reflect, song. It's about me kind of looking at my own actions and just being like, damn, you know. Yeah, anyway, you'll, you'll hear that soon because I'm going back to finish it tomorrow, making some very important changes and actually finishing. I have, like, very few parts left to do vocal-wise. Like I do, like, a bridge and some harmonies and ad-libs and... You know, I should have the mix and the master tomorrow. And uh, I'm going to put that out sometime in February. That's the plan, anyway. Got to talk to my my art director. And uh, I got to go over the plan for, like, my single cover and stuff and make sure I properly said what... I properly represented myself in, in placing my order, if you will. But anyway... What else is going on this year? Um, I'm trying to work on my health. I'm really trying. Like, being back where I used to I moved back to where I used to live at Alexandria. Alexandria, Virginia, as opposed to Hyattsville, Maryland, where I was, uh, right outside of D.C. 
And I'm trying to trying to eat healthier. Not really, but I am. I um, my best friend brought to my attention not long ago that I don't actually have a fucked up diet the way a lot of people have. Like, I don't even eat a like growing up. I didn't eat a lot of bullshit. I ate a lot of snacks. I will say that. Like, my dad was the king of going to the corner store, getting me strawberry shortcakes. Like, it was, it was like a, a thing to where. I had a specific snack that he would just like, he knew to get me all the time. It started with strawberry shortcakes. Uh, at some point, it became cosmic brownies. It became oatmeal cream pies. Shout the fuck out to Lil Debbie's. Like, I could write a song about Lil Debbie's, which would be bad because if they was to hear it and give me like a year supply or a lifetime supply of Lil Debbie snacks, that would be a problem. Because I will fuck up an entire box of strawberry shortcakes, especially once I started smoking. Oh, it was over, which is another thing. I've decided to smoke a significantly less amount and turn more to uh, edibles, if you will. Since I've done that, I haven't even purchased any. But um, because I don't, I really don't want to fuck up my voice. And the crazy part is, since I've stopped smoking, I've already heard like improvements. Like, okay, it was more, it's more subtle things and more like the feeling because nobody else is gonna feel it the way I am. Of course, it's my voice, it's my voice box. So I've already felt improvements in my voice. Shut the fuck out to that. Like, I was just in the shower singing yesterday, and I was like, damn, I really do feel it's better already. But anyway, yeah, I'm trying to trying to eat healthier. Um, I don't really, like, eat a lot of beef. I, there was a period where me and my family stopped eating pork, but once I moved to Memphis, <laughs> all them barbecue places, baby, all that motherfucking pulled pork. It's gone. I didn't want to shut. Yeah, but y'all don't want it. Sorry, that was my, uh, Speaking in tongues there. The barbecue pork is so good. I should I should totally edit that out. That was extremely ignorant of me. Anyway. Wow. Gotta take a moment for that. But barbecue pork is definitely one of my favorite things in the world. It's so fucking delicious. But, you know, um, what else do I eat? I don't eat, I don't eat eggs. I mean, maybe it would be better if I ate eggs. I don't know. I don't drink a lot of dairy. Um... When I was working at my last job, I ate a lot of yogurt. Not really a lot, but I just ate some yogurt then. But even now, I just, I don't eat a lot of dairy. Um, I will, I will fuck up some ice cream. And, um, you know, like ice cream, sorbet, the other little fancy shits and stuff like that. You know, I do love ice cream, but I don't eat it often. I eat a lot of candy. Well, that's not true. I don't know why I'm lying. My thing is, my vice is more drinks. Like... I would drink a whole lot of fucking like fruit punches and teas and but you know I at some point along that line I really switched to um I can't always get 100% juice cuz it's not always within reach but I'm not a fan of really syrupy drinks you can always taste when a drink has like a mass amount of high fructose corn syrup and it just leaves this effect on my, in my in my mouth on my body and I just I don't like it so I try to go for drinks that are just sweetened with real sugar or if I can 100% juice especially I definitely go for those. Like, Subway has... Subway, why did I say Subway? Maybe I want a sub. Um, 7-Eleven actually has, like, these... They got fruit punch. It's, like, these teas. It's the strawberry lemonade they have. They have a mango and orange pineapple. And they're actually bomb as shit. And they're sweetened with, like, real sugar. They don't have high fructose corn syrup. And, yes, they're still not great for you, but it's better than having high fructose corn syrup, you know? Much better. And I've been drinking a whole hell of a lot of water like night and day especially because um 
once I left the oh yeah, I have, I have to tell the story about my job, I guess. Yeah, I left that job. Um, well, I didn't leave it. I was, uh, I was, I was terminated. But anyway, once I had like a uh, two, three weeks to myself, maybe two weeks uh, since I was terminated, I've had a lot of time to just be here and be home. So it would be a lot of me running back and forth to the kitchen, just getting water, water, water. I have a really big glass I drink out of, so I fill that bitch up, end up emptying it, fill that bitch up again. So it's just endless, endless amounts of fucking water. So I think it started to have an effect on my body because I've been a little more regular. That might be TMI, but, you know, I'm putting it in the safest terms. I've been a little more regular. And I think, I think my stomach went down a little bit, which was unusual because my body does not change a lot. I mean, people tell me that ass getting fat all the time or getting fatter. And I just be like, y'all just wasn't noticing. That's all. But my stomach never changes. It never gets big. It never gets smaller. And um, I think it, it started to slim down a little bit when that was shocking to me. Because I was like, what? That was exciting because I've been wanting a flatter, more toned stomach. Want better arms. Do want to actually want a fatter, fatter ass. But, you know. That's beside the point. So, you know, I haven't started working out yet, but uh, I may. You know, I don't live far from Planet Fitness. If not, there's a lot of hills in this area. I can do a lot of uphill, downhill jogging. Go outside and do whatever. Get me, like, you know, a couple, couple dumbbells, you know. Hook it the fuck up. I ain't got to go to Planet Fitness. But it would be nice. You know, I'm not I'm not going to do those extra. People think people really be thinking they better by what gym they go to. You're the one spending extra money. Not me, nigga. I will go to Planet Fitness and get me a $10 a month membership. Fuck you. Fuck all of that shit. And not only that, I need to wait for the New Year's resolution crowd to slightly die down anyway. And it's not soon enough for it to die down. It's only what? The 24th, is it? Yeah, it's only January 24th. So... It's going to be a minute before it dies down. I would say usually by the second week, it starts to drop off. But I think by at least by the time the second week of February comes around, I'll see a major decrease of motherfuckers at Planet Fitness. So maybe I'll go back there. But um, also, I've been attending a weekly spoken word open mic situation by the name of Spit That. Shout out to everybody at Spit That DC. Um... I changed my life in such a short period of time. I've been going since, like, end of September. And um, my friend Rachel has been trying to get me to go forever. And I finally went. And the shit just changed my life. It's, it's really reignited a writer in me. I made, like, I made really good friends. And it's really helped my writing. It got me into writing poetry again. Like, it's just a dope-ass situation. So if any of you people ever come here and you're here on a Thursday, and you want to see me, I'm definitely dragging you to spit that. Absolutely. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And, you know, it's just a really positive experience. The hosts are great. Shout out to Droopy the Boat Baller and Crochet Kingpin. Also known by the names Drew and Dwayne B. But they're just, it's just really great people. And um, I'm, it's like, a, it's like a, a church situation for me. I really... I can't budge like these I've been interviewing for jobs and they're like is there any day you're not available I say Thursday after six that's all I just can't budge on it because that's it's my peace of mind and if you can't respect that then I don't need to be working for you but 
It's as simple as that. Like, that's that's my spot. All right. Is there anything else I need to catch y'all up on before I take my first break? Get into the usual, usual spiel. Mm. Okay. Yes. So that is all for right now. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to come back, get my topics together. Got some shit to discuss with y'all. Got some music stuff. Got some personal stuff. Talk about men getting on my nerves. Because men are always, always on my fucking nerves. So I'll be back shortly. Hopefully I sound a little bit better because uh, I know I was a little stuffy. I don't think I've ever sounded that stuffy because I could kind of like hear as I was. Yeah. Anyway, Ooh, I had to give me a motherfucking chocolate bar. I don't know if y'all have had this Hershey's bar with the um, the motherfucking Reese's Pieces, baby. Yes, God. It's like addicting. It's really good. But see, this is what I'm talking about. It's like chocolate is like my vice. Especially don't let it be white chocolate. Don't let it be something that normally comes in, like, regular or milk chocolate, I should say. And all of a sudden, they have, like, a white chocolate or, you know, you, you see more of what... Like, white chocolate Twix? Nigga. Kit Kat? Reese's Cup? Shit. Speaking of the term, Reese's Cup, I made this statement a long time ago, but... And I don't usually believe in you not black if dot, dot, dot things... And phrases and that whole anecdote I don't really subscribe to that but I feel as though you ain't black if you don't call it a Reese's Cup there are times where I have to <laughs> the funny part is I consider it dumbing it down I'm, sometimes I have to dumb it down for other people and say Reese's Peanut Butter Cup but by other people you know I mean white people but uh or really just not black people but uh, I will for sure fuck me up a Reese's Cup I believe in the Reese's Cup alright yes I do Specifically, uh, I mean, actually, I don't discriminate. I love all Reese's Cups, all right? See how I'm just going on and on about chocolate? That's a problem. But anyway, speaking of chocolate, let's talk a little bit about men, right? So, I took a break from social media for like a week. I don't know if anybody noticed. Um, there are a couple people I didn't notice. A couple people actually, actually tweeted about it right just before I, well, as I was doing it. I tweeted um, that I needed a break. It was it was becoming too much for me. And I deleted Twitter from my phone. I didn't delete any of my accounts. I deleted Twitter from my phone. I deleted Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. Even though I know y'all said Snapchat was canceled a long time ago. I use it sometimes. But anyway, that's beside the point. Um, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, Grindr and Jacked, Tinder... So pretty much everything got the boot for like a week. And there was no time limit on it. There was no rules. There was no nothing. 
And I actually got a lot done. Um, you know, since I moved from Memphis, I still don't have a local permit. So, and the permit test here is a little weird. A little fucking weird. I failed it twice already. <laughs> uh, I'm laughing, but it's really not funny. I failed that bitch twice. And if I fail it a third time, I'm going to have to take a driver's ed course. I'm going to take a course to be a, the best driver I can be anyway. But I don't want to have to get hung up on taking a course for the fucking permit. So, I've been studying my ass off and... You know, it's just, it, honestly, they ask some trick questions. And a lot of things I... My problem is I have trouble focusing. I don't know how nobody spotted this when I was younger. But that could be why my grades weren't always the best. But I definitely have trouble focusing. Which is why it's very hard for me to read a book. Sometimes an article. Um, hell, it was an article earlier I was reading about JoJo. Whom of which I will discuss later. And I couldn't even focus on it. Because I, I just really struggle focusing to read. And I don't... Maybe it wasn't an issue as a kid. Maybe it developed as I got older. But, um, you know, any book that I want to read now, I'm just going to, you know, dabble in audiobooks going forward. But, um, what was I saying? Yeah, I took the break. And the reason I took the break was... So, this actually kind of ties in. I'm, I guess I'll be tying in two topics I wanted to discuss. So, being that I've been single for a year going on two years most people who have been single for a while be single a lot longer than i have i hear people say they've been single for three years four years five years six i've heard people say they've been single for i wonder why my phone is vibrating like this y'all leave me alone this is why i shouldn't put these apps back on my phone child do not disturb anyway sorry about that i've been single for basically when you've been single for a minute and it's not that it's not the length of which I've been single. It's the length of which I was in a relationship. You know, we were together for almost six years. And I had a lot of love to give. I love very hard. I love very, very, very hard. I still love that man to this day. I mean, of course, because I love everybody. But with a few exceptions. But I have, I have lots of love left for him. You know, um, even all the things we went through, like, you know, that's that's a friend. That's definitely a friend of mine. You know, we, we talk and, you know, I share things with him. I send him tweets and music. We definitely talk a lot about music. Um, we do a lot of standing. Shit like that. So, I've been kind of like jonesing for a companion. Lately. And um, I do a lot of, like, Twitter crushing and Instagram crushing. And just kind of feeling beside myself, like, I look at pictures of people I follow, and I just be like, wow, you know, and it has nothing to do with my self-esteem. It has nothing to do with how I feel about myself. I'm, I'm fine in myself. I feel confident in myself. You know, I just got my hair cut, which we definitely will talk about. Ooh, that's definitely something worth talking about. I mentioned it briefly on Twitter, but I'm go into further detail about why I got my hair cut and how that does play into how I feel about myself. But I I look at, you know, these these men and I think are so beautiful and so fine and I just be like, damn, I've never like it just, it just makes me it, it made me sad and it made me it, it fueled my desire my desires to want to be in a relationship even further. And I didn't, I felt like it was becoming an unhealthy feeling because it almost was like I wanted to be in love or I wanted to, I wanted a companion for vanity. 
you know, for for appearance sake, so we can look good together. And I knew damn well that wasn't what I wanted, and that's that's not me. So I think I just had to I had to I had to decompress, I had to empty out the tank, and I had to and and you know, aside from that, I was dealing with a lot. Like I was dealing with a, a, a fucked up ass job situation. Um, just got damn near evicted and moved out of my apartment, moved back with my sister. So I had to decompress. I had to really empty the tank and like rebuild my, my mentality and like, okay, where am I right now? What am I doing with myself? What am I focusing on? I mean, toward the end of that week, I started to fall off a little bit and I didn't work as hard on the things I was doing, but it was, I was studying for the, the permit test. I was getting more sleep, which is so important because Twitter definitely was something that would keep me awake. Like, nobody would even be on at 3 o'clock in the morning, but I'd be scrolling the shit. Yeah, there'd be a couple people, but they'd be tweeting about what they'd be tweeting about. You know, they wouldn't be tweeting me. And, uh... Excuse my sniffles, guys. My nose is really not that stuffy. I think it's just, like, swollen. Anyway. Um... Nobody would even really be up at 3 a.m. It's just me scrolling, scrolling, keeping myself awake. And the thing is, like... My sleeping situation is not the best right now where I'm sleeping... So I'm going to, you know, I'm working on changing that, of course. But I wake up a lot. And, you know, again, this will. Oh, you know, the funny part was I decided to take the break. And then I got terminated from work the next day. So I had a lot of time to myself during that break, which it just kind of all came together. And so I didn't have to wake up and go to work. So what would happen if I wasn't uh, on Twitter? If I, if I had actually been on Twitter, I would wake up. And you know how you have that, that little bit of sleep left in you, your eyes ain't really open all the way, and you, you, you kind of happy you have it because you could take your ass back to sleep. Well, Twitter would, like, erase that for me because I got the brightness up on my phone, or it would be higher than I thought the brightness would be, or I would turn it up, or just staring at my phone in general. Before you know it, it would wear off of my eyes, and before you know it, my eyes, I, my eyes are wide fucking open at that point. You know, the TV's still on. So I'm like, well, shit. I'm the type of person, I can't have the TV on something I don't watch, even if I'm not paying attention. If I'm watching TV one and Good Times goes off and Sanford and something comes on, I get angry and I start scrambling around like the, my hands are on fire because I hate that fucking show so much. Why? I don't know. Maybe I'll I'll do some research into why I hate that show so fucking much. But it gets under my skin. If that's on my TV, I'm irritated. If Tyler Perry's Meet the Browns is on my TV, I'm very irritated. Hell, if even House of Pain is on my TV, I'm annoyed. So I have to scramble and really find the remote. So, you know, at that point, whatever channel I was watching, I was enjoying it. And, you know, at that point, whatever, Living Single or whatever has gone off and MTV Shoe is now, MTV2 is now showing Fear Factor. And I don't want to watch fucking Fear Factor. Sometimes I do, but in those moments, I don't. So I got to scramble to find the remote. So now I'm wide fucking awake, trying to find something on TV, still scrolling my timeline, checking my jacked. Checking grinder and rolling my eyes because I know ain't shit popping off over there, so it, you know it was that was it was it was all together. This reasons why I needed to take that break. But the desire I had to well, not even had but have to be in a relationship with me and love, I have a full tank of, of love essentially that I I want to give out, and I had nowhere to give it other than and it's and yes you can love yourself. I do. I love myself very much. I love my friends and my family, but it's different. Every, you know, you can't, I can't romantically love myself. The closest I can do to that is beat my dick. That is the closest thing I can do. Well, I mean, there are other ways to pleasure myself, but that's beside the point. You know, I, I can't, like, 
I can't give myself what I can get from another person. And I have no problem admitting that. And I think, wow, I really am tying these two topics together perfectly, seamlessly. And I think that's a problem that people don't want to admit that. And I, it's, it's, it's a big, it's like almost like a taboo. You know, nobody wants to admit that you don't need another person, quote unquote. Or, or you know what? Maybe I'll shake the table a little bit. Maybe you do. Everybody's so afraid of the idea of needing another person. What the fuck is wrong with that? Ain't nothing bad about needing another person. There's nothing bad about being with another person who needs you the same. The thing about it is, if you're in a healthy relationship and y'all need each other, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I understand being needy or needing somebody and it becoming a dependency and y'all, it's unhealthy, but if you need a person... And they need you too. And there's, there's really, to me, not an issue. You know, strong relationships are strong relationships. And I have no problem voicing that. I would like, I, I would strongly like to, you know, so y'all know anybody out there. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Or, you know, maybe I'm not kidding. But that's one of the things I'm really trying to make sure I adapt in 2019. It's just the whole idea of being as transparent and as honest as possible. I think 2018 was more about honesty for me and 2019 is more about transparency. And I I definitely realized through my music that there's a difference. Because with the music I wrote for my album that I released last year, Heart Off My Sleeve, which is available on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, Tidal. Naps. Is Napster still around? Napster? Or did did Rhapsody buy Napster? Anyway, it's on Pandora. Rhapsody, you know, hook hook it, hook it, hook it up. I don't like Tidal as an app, but if you know, if you're going to stream it, I would stream it on Tidal. I'll get more money that way. You know. But that's beside the point. Um, that music I wrote was honest. And the music I wrote, I've been writing now, is more transparent, as in things that are, that people would not be comfortable saying. Like, a lot, like a, a lot of it is based in wanting to be in a relationship or the type of person I'm looking for. You know, I name details off about things I'm looking for, things like support and, you know, somebody who, and it's funny because almost nine times out of ten in those songs, you will also find a, a small sexual reference or a slight sexual reference because that is something <laughs> that I need in a relationship. I need the sex to be good. Excuse me. I need the sex to be great or at least have potential to be great. But, you know, this is like just like five and a half years on my first album. That was honesty. Transparency is, you know, what you'll hear in the next project I put out. But I just feel as though you don't need to be afraid to voice that. You want somebody. You want people. You want somebody in particular. You want to be in a relationship. It's it's okay. Like, I've been on this transparency kick and honesty kick so much so that I sat down for an interview for the interview for the job I just got, I let it fly about my last job. I let shit fly. Man. And I said it, I, I won't say I said it respectfully. I didn't say anything disrespectful, but I was honest. I said, first of all, because, okay, so when the lady called me to do the pre-screen type situation, um, it was the day after my termination. I was still a little blindsided, bewildered by the whole ordeal. Wow, I'm really sniffling like this, and my nose is not even stuffy. I hate my life. Anyway, 
was a little bewildered by the whole thing still. And I was a little caught off guard by her phone call, so I didn't really have my answers ready for if they were to ask about if I still work for XYZ because they're not getting no free promo from me. I'm not even saying the name of Glenn's Oops. <gasps> Oops. No. Um, they're getting no free promo. But, you know, they ask if I still work there. And, um, you know, I wasn't going to lie, so I said no. I said I was actually, I said, actually just left the position yesterday. And I started, what I did do, I did start to be dishonest. And I started to say, well, I left it because the environment was poor. First of all, now, the only lies that I left the job, the rest of what I said after was true. I was looking to seek, I was seeking another job because the environment was poor. I did not like the management for the most part. The owner sucked ass, like not in a good way. Because there's a great way to suck ass and then there's a figurative way of being an ass sucker and she sucks ass. She's not a good person. As I've, as you've heard me mention in other earlier episodes, she's a horrible person and I hate working with her. So, which is why I was not that upset when I got terminated because I was kind of happy. Or hell, we could say fired, but the email says terminated, so it's whatever. Because I guess that's the terminology they have to use, but... uh I was like, yeah, I, I stopped working there yesterday because X, Y, Z. But then what annoyed me was she started she started to be a little, a little nosy. She was like, oh, well, you know, basically, in a nutshell, she asked me, why would you leave your job without getting another one? And I'm like, why do I do this? Why do I do this? Nosy. But I was like, well, I just was really anxious to get out of there. But I was, I mean, I'm able to think quickly on my feet. Like, you, you're not finna, you're not finna knock me off my game. I'm here. I'm here, so... I was able to answer with no problem, but I kind of felt bad when I got off the phone. I felt like I wasn't even going to get an interview because, or by the time the interview happened, because I forgot, obviously, the end of the call ended with her saying they want me to come in that Friday, which I did, found out I got the job yesterday, et cetera. But the problem was that um, I felt like they were going to call the job and find out that I've been terminated. And, you know, the, the, the big issue is that they have control of that narrative now. You know, anybody who calls them and say, okay, what happened with Charles Clear? He was terminated. And I ain't like that shit at all because it's not fair. Especially considering the reason I was terminated. The It's just it's a lot of bullshit with it. And I don't, I don't fuck with that. So when I came to that interview, I was 2,000% both honest and transparent. I was honest in which I delivered my truth. I delivered the truth. And I was transparent in the way that I gave. You You could see you could see through it. You could see my intentions. You could see my heart. You could see that I'm not bullshitting about this. So I let it, I let it the fuck fly. You know? And when I talked about how I was displeased at the last job, they were like, oh, well, can you, um, what did you like about the owner of the store? And I was like, I took a pause because I really wanted to be honest. I was like, well, she dressed nice sometimes. And they just like laughed their asses off. And one of them was like, well, I appreciate the honesty. I was like, you know, I'm a firm believer. And if you don't have anything nice to say, which is not true, I'm not. That's probably the biggest lie I've told in a while. I don't necessarily believe that. I, To a certain extent, I do believe if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say it. But y'all know, I I also make a lot of jokes, but I guess for the most part, I do believe that if you have nothing nice to say, don't say it. So to a certain extent, I guess that was the truth. But all this to kind of rewind it back to my original point of me saying 
I don't uh, I don't think it's it's fair that we let people stifle our emotions and our feelings, our own personal feelings. You don't have to do with these feelings. I do. So if at the end of the day, if I feel like I des- I'm strongly desiring to be with another person who's gonna love me, gonna support me, give me good sex, be a friend to me that I'm gonna be able to laugh with, then that's it. You know, that, that's how the fuck I feel. It doesn't make me weak. I'm actually, I'm quite strong. It just makes me wanting another person. And I found that being on Twitter and Instagram, specifically those two, and of course, like, Jack and, well, not Grindr, Jack, the three of them, because the other topic which tie, that I wanted to tie into is, I've been getting... <laughs> I've been getting blocked on Jacked a lot lately, and I have no idea why. So if there's anybody who knows anything, like, is there, like, a rumor out there about your girl? Because I would like to know something, but, I mean, I don't care. I just want to know because it's it's so weird. Niggas who, like, niggas have literally asked to see, like, I have three, two or three pictures up. It's not hard to tell what I look like. I don't look different from my pictures. Um... I picked the, I mean, I do pick the best pictures to post them. So somebody asked me yesterday from my Instagram. I sent him my Instagram, and then he blocked me. <laughs> ah, you know how funny that is? It's really, really funny. And I don't know why it's so funny to me. So clearly, I'm not bothered, bothered, but I'm just, like, curious. Like, what the hell is going on? So just a week prior to that, or prior, well, that would be two weeks ago now, but this dude is real nice. I'm going to Jack. Real handsome. Really handsome. Uh, we exchanged numbers and talking and, like, you know, we had a really nice conversation. And we made a plan to go on a date on that Friday. And we were talking for, like, one day. And by the next morning, he blocked my number and blocked me on his chat. <laughs> Yesterday, actually, I guess he made had to make a new jack. He popped up and then disappeared. And I wasn't even going to message him. But he blocked me on his new one. And I thought that was fucking hilarious I, w- I was thinking to myself I was like should I block him first so I have control of this situation or I'm like no let me just let him cook I was like maybe he'll message me and be like hey I didn't block you or this happened so I just thought it was funny so if anybody know anything feel free to let me know but if not I really don't give a fuck because I'm gonna still be me I'm gonna still do what the fuck I gotta do I don't know what the fuck the issue is Whatever, if there if there is something that is a rumor, let it let it let it circulate. I don't give a fuck because anybody that I would want to be involved with anyway would not believe whatever bullshit anyway. So this is just me going too far with a scenario anyway. I don't even know. This is all hypothetical. I have no fucking idea what the hell's going on there. But uh, I really don't give a fuck. So kiss my ass after a bowl of Wendy's chili. Holler at your girl. Ultimately, going on that break, it did help me reset my mind, reset my heart. Although I did, I have, the thing about it is you recognize a problem and you're able to fix it. So I did, you know, like I said, I recognize the issue of social media and all those apps like distracting me from things, keeping me from sleep. So now it's something that's like in, 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 embroidered engraved in my brain in the front of my brain so every time I do something and I feel like that's taken away from it I remember immediately I'm like oh shit Twitter is taken away from this 
oh shit, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And then, you know, Apple, when they did the update not that long ago, they gave you the screen time feature. Ooh, excuse me. So, that's cool. It lets you know. It, it lets your ass know, hey, you've been on Twitter um, 85% of the time. We need you to get your life together. So, I fucks with that. I fuck with that heavy. So, appreciate Shout the fuck out to Apple for that. And... Yeah, man, that, that dude blocking me. No, 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 no. No, let me tell you. Because I was bothered by it at the time. Because I'm okay with it now. I'm not making it seem like I'm all nonchalant. Let me be honest. I forgot how upset I was that day. I was really bothered because he was super fine to me. And I really wanted, like, I was like, wow, I'm actually going to go on a date. This is dope. He picked out a dope-ass restaurant. I was really bothered by that shit. I was like, what the fuck? Because there was no sign of anything like that. So I'm just so confused. Like, once I got his phone number, you know, my favorite thing to do, pro tip, if you don't do this already, you know, you connect your contacts to Instagram. That way you could check out their motherfucking Instagram. Hopefully it ain't private, because if it's private, it's irritating. But, you know, I had already done that, looked at his Instagram. He had, like, 5,000 followers. I was like, oh. But it's more because of the business he does. He's um, he's a makeup artist. So that was cool. I was like, oh, okay, you know, yeah, little clientele. This is cute. This is fun. This is popping. He's dope. And the next morning. It was one of those mornings where I kept waking up, too. So every time I woke up, I would check my phone, check Jacked. And he, the thing, what, what about it was I kept getting on Jack and he hadn't been on and it was 10 hours, then 11 hours, then 12 hours and he hadn't gotten back on. So I was like, okay, cool. Maybe he just don't have his phone on him or he's not, whatever. Lo and behold, my ass got blocked 8 a.m., 8.30. I have my, uh, that was when my prep alarm was set for 8.45-ish. Got up, the nigga would have blocked me. I was like, well, damn. All righty then. I guess that's it. That's that on that. All in all, I just wanted to encourage people to join me in being transparent this year. You know? Um, there was something I said to my best friend recently. We were talking about something, and it just felt good because I was honest with him about something that either I said to him, something he said, some, something. I don't remember. He might remember once he listens to this. But it just feels good to be transparent and be to be better. Like, I'm not, I'm not really trying to hold any cut cards for anybody i'm trying to make sure niggas know how i feel like even when it comes to my dealings on jack like people me talking to them about whatever I, i've i've become comfortable friend zoning people um telling them that we have no chance of fucking if you ain't trying to if you ain't trying to you know we ain't trying to you know so i mean you're gonna have to you can't you can't you're just not gonna have it so just be as transparent as possible i'm always open for conversation my dms are always open for you guys if you need help on being transparent because i've been being looked at as a mentor lately and i think i just I just, I can't really hide from it anymore. That's just who I am. I'm Mother Talisa. Hashtag Mother Talisa. So, maybe Mother Lee recent. Either way, I'm here. And, uh, if you need some help on being transparent, if you got some things you're going through, I'm here, all right? I'm give you my phone number if you want to, right? We can talk. 
you love you guys. So I think that wraps up uh, my personal talk for a while. Not for a while, for now. So I'm going to close that out with, you know, remember, be as transparent as possible. As far as Jack goes, <sighs> child, I just got a Jack notification like 45 seconds ago. I ain't got time. Oh, 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 a missed call. Who is that? Oh, dear. Anyway, I'm going to find out who this missed call was. <laughs> huh. Is that my doctor's office? Anyway, I'm going to find out who that missed call was. And uh, I'm going to get right back to y'all after these messages. Yes, welcome back to the Libra Green Show. Did you miss me for that millisecond? Probably not, because Whipped Cream is a fucking amazing song. And I will never be able to let go of that song. Man, let me tell you how BET Soul puts me on to so many good-ass songs, man. I'm so thankful for that channel, which, you know, used to be VH1 Soul, but I don't really know much how much really changed, because they definitely didn't change their programming. It's exactly the same, which is a gift and a curse. But anyway... I just was, I was watching a lot. And it's funny because one of my close friends is actually uh, related to her. But she, I didn't really know about Ireland. I knew of her. And she's like, oh, you know Ireland? And so I was like, yeah, I kind of know her. No, I didn't even know she was from this area. And I was like, oh, that's cool, you know. At the time, I was like, oh, you know, she had a little cousin doing some music. doing. She signed with J. Cole. That's dope. Major. And I was watching BET Soul one day. And I don't know if it was the video or it probably was the beat. The, and I just looked up. I've been eating whipped cream, having. I was like, wait, what is this? And then I waited for the video to go off. I was like, wow, that was fucking Ari Linux. So I went to Spotify, immediately added it to my playlist. And BET Soul will show videos multiple times a day. They'll show like, like repeat programming. And so I'm pretty sure that was like earlier in the morning I saw it. And then they showed it again in the afternoon and in the evening. And by, you know, by like the end of the day, I was like, I love this song. And, you know, I couldn't, couldn't stop standing. And, um, you know, I did my little cover. And then she saw the cover and commented and said I sounded beautiful. I was like, oh, my God, this is, this is great. This is great. Um, that was not what I was supposed to be talking about. This is not the music portion yet. <laughs> I was actually um, gearing up to discuss my job and what happened when I was terminated from my motherfucking job or how this build up to that in the first place. It's been a it's been a long journey with this motherfucking job. Um, The first, you know, the first location I was at closed under some very unsavory circumstances some secret shit that I found out later that well, I don't even know if it's true or not. Lawsuits, discrimination lawsuits and shit. I don't fucking know. But, um, 
It wouldn't surprise me. Definitely would not surprise me. But, you know, again, the first little inkling of really uh, unsavory. First of all, when I first started, people were telling me my owner was like, basically telling me she was a bitch and to watch out for her, essentially. They was basically like, watch out for that bitch. And people don't be understanding, like, when people tell me stuff like that, that gets me on edge because I'm like, you might have an attitude, but mine can be even bigger. And it's funny because I really, I have all this talk, but I never had to, like, actually use this. I never actually had to walk the dog on anybody. But I'll be prepared to. And there are so many times where God, the God I believe in, oh, that's definitely a topic. I should just save that for next next week's show to discuss my, uh, my belief in my 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 remixed essentially remixed belief in God and how I found God in my own way and what I believe God is and it's very powerful thinking and very very great feeling for me and it feels very good but anyway um God be like protecting me God be God will shield my tongue a lot of the time all all the time actually I've realized but there will be one day where God gonna be like all right let her rip and I'm gonna be like bitch so you know um, that was the first inkling of any type of unsavory bullshit when that other location closed and all my wonderful co-workers were instantly laid off. Just like instant. Schedule was already laid out for the rest of that week and boom, you find out your, your, your job is closing and you have no fucking job. How am I going to feed my kids? How am I going to pay my bills, pay my phone bill, pay my rent, my car note? We was being paid in peanuts anyway, but it's just like, it was, the peanuts were enough. And, um, it's so funny because I get so upset about things that happen to other people because I still had a job. They offered me the position at the other original location. So I was moved over there. I graciously accepted. I was like, wow, cool. Thanks. Went over to the other location, had a job. And worked there, worked there, worked there. I got to see the owner a lot more. Um, was not really happy about that. Because she's a bitch, of course. Um, you know, not not in the Missy Elliott sense of she's a bitch, but in the bad way. Nah, did not like her at all. She's fake, too. That was a huge problem. Because I, the thing about when you are a bitch and you're a fake bitch, I can see through your bitch. And I know that you're a fake bitch. So it's like, all right, bitch. So I did not like it. But um, there was some instances where like a co-worker passed. Oh, he wasn't really a co Well, he was a co-worker, yes. He, a co-worker passed. And the, the gross mishandling of it was really unsettling. That really, that honestly started a real like uh, a tumbleweed effect. Not even tumbleweed. That's not even a word I want to use. I can't say domino effect, but what's the, the shit where it's like, you know how the, the ball was running after Indiana Jones, that, that, that situation there, it was something like that, except it started to, it, was, it started off as a small thing and it started to, that was what started and it started to grow. So essentially it was like a domino effect, but it was like a roller, roller ball, a growing roller ball effect. I feel like there's a word for this. I should probably be turned toward the microphone, huh? Because if I get to and I listen back to this and y'all can't really hear shit I'm saying because my ass decided to be turned in the opposite direction for half of the show, I'm going to be pissed. But anyway, 
and that really started um yeah that little that rollerball effect it started to grow and grow and grow from that point because and she and again like i said when somebody is fake you can see it so she was trying to do little things here and there she wanted to do like a candlelight vigil situation and she got some hanukkah candles wrapped them in foil and she wanted us to light them while we stand in the circle and share memories of him and it just was like it was not it was shitty and she's one of those people who is very self-gratifying she pats herself on the back for shit like that and it's just no no bueno so more and more things go on to where i hate the place i hate her hate the management every day but i have strong co-workers and great co-workers who keep me going at this point um some of them start to leave a couple of them get fired so it gets a little harder when people you like get fired and they leave but you know i still have good people um ultimately what really brought brought this shit to a head was when i hurt my back okay so my upper back was hurting first and that was normal um one of the things i miss about being in a relationship is me and my ex used to step on each other's backs we used to squeeze each other's backs all the time very 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 important thing and i didn't have him to do that anymore so I had somebody like try to crack my back one day. She couldn't really do it. I was like, it's okay, honey. You good. I should have just had her step on it at that point. But we were also at a party. Uh, um, a couple days later, the back pain starts to show up in my lower back. Making kind of difficult for me to um to walk like upright. But I still take my ass to work. I was like, this is kind of hurt. Hurting. Um, next day, it hurts some more. And I'm like, okay, this is not good. At some point, I go home from work. Um, I think Actually, I think it was a day off. I get up 4 o'clock in the morning to use the bathroom, and I can't walk. I can't put any pressure on the left side of my body, of my left leg. Couldn't put any pressure on that bitch. So I had to crawl. Because, I mean, yes, it hurts, and I need to figure out what the hell I'm, I'm, what's going on. But I still have to pee. Because that was the whole reason I got up. So I'm, I have to piss, like, really bad. So I'm like, fuck. So I crawl to the bathroom, hoping nobody sees me. <laughs> hoping my, neither one of my roommates see me. Although it's 4 o'clock in the morning, both of them were, like, probably knocked the fuck out. Or then again, my other other one, she probably wasn't a whole ways. And, like, you know, I wasn't saying that in a, in a slut-shaming way. It was a, a jealous whole ass kind of way. But, um, yes, I'm crawling the bathroom and I got a I think I, I was able to I hopped I think I hopped back so I was like wow I'm gonna go to the hospital today I was like but you know what I'm gonna go back to sleep first because I knew I asked my ass wasn't going to work I was tired as fuck I was like if I go to the hospital now nah, I'm not gonna get any sleep so I said I'm gonna go back to sleep first so I go back to sleep and you know I wake up again and I can actually put the I can walk on the left leg but the back pain is still there so I was like I have to go I wasn't going to call no fucking ambulance and have a $900 ambulance charge to my shit. So I decided to take an Uber, take an Uber to the hospital. Doctor's like, yeah, you know, what kind of work do you do? I was like, well, I work in a small grocery store. I do a lot of this, a lot of that. She's like, okay, so yeah, most likely it's like your sciatic nerve. You have sciatica. And um, it spends a lot of lifting. You just got to remember to lift correctly. Do all this shit. Do that. X, Y, Z. You want to lift correctly. Do that. Um. I'm going to prescribe you some muscle relaxers and some pain relievers, and I want you to take three days. I was like, oh, okay. Three days? I will do. So, taking my three days off from work, 
three turns into four, turns into five, turns into six, seven. I think I was out of work for like nine, ten days. And um, it got to the point where I was like calling almost every day. And tell them I'm not coming back today, not today, not today. Well, first, you know, I didn't have to call for three days. Because I was like, I'm, I'm not coming back for three days. And, um... So, I finally feel well enough to make it back to work. And, um... They held me about the doctor's note. I was like, fine, you know, I'll make sure I'll get it. Because I didn't have a full, complete doctor's note. I had... The note from the hospital, which didn't say anything, really, except the cover of the day I was in the hospital. So I called my actual doctor, and I said, hey, can you, you know, this happened. Can you write me a note? He was like, definitely. Um, yeah, I can leave it up at the front desk for you before I go. It's like, awesome. So I went and got the note, took it to work, boom, boom, boom. Uh, of course, the day after I come back from work, my back starts to hurt a little, a little bit again. So I was like, hey, I can't come to work. So I took an extra day again. But um, D.C. Law. Right? Because when you are sick, you have sick leave, you got kids, family, familial leave, anything like that, um, you bring a doctor's note. You're supposed to be compensated to some extent for those days. I never received my, my money for those days. I never received a conversation about it or anything. So my, at this point, my job is breaking the law. It could be fine, could be closed, whatever. So, this is a small business at that. We laying off people left and right, cutting hours. You know, we we facing fines throughout the year. We going through a lot of drama. We're losing money. We have a freezer shutdowns and breakdowns and shit. Uh, Business is slow. So, I know. I get discouraged. I don't even want to ask about the money. But, I decide I'm going to. I was going to send an email and I said, no, I'd rather just talk in person. My director of operations... Steven is out of town when I come back. So he comes back when I do. That's not how it went. Okay, it was New Year's. That's what it was. I'm sorry. New Year's Day, I think, was the first day I saw him. And he would think he was back in town. And uh, he was around for two seconds. I saw him for like two seconds. That day, he like darted out the door. And He's known. I told somebody this before, almost as a joke, but I was like, nah, he will avoid you when you want to have a conversation with him. I was like half joking, but because that was the second time I witnessed it. But now this is now the third time I've witnessed him avoiding somebody when they need to have a serious conversation with him. So I realized that he's a pussy ass nigga and, you know, or pussy ass bitch, whichever you prefer. And, uh, you know, we, we need to have this conversation about why y'all haven't given me my fucking money and what legal action I'm going to take if you don't. But we never had that conversation because last week, I would say it started with what took place two Fridays ago, which was the same day. See, a lot was happening for me in this month. The same day I was supposed to go on that date with homeboy, and I ended up going out with my friend and my my really close friend, Keena. Shout out to Keena. Um, the next day, that Saturday, my friend... No, it was Friday. Yes, because she called me that morning. My friend Anna sends me a text and tells me to call her. I work with her. And, um, I call her. She's crying. She's furious. She's upset. 
she's basically telling me that at this job she was told that her behavior was resembling that of to somebody who was inebriated, intoxicated. She was they were accusing her of being drunk. And she was not happy. I was not happy. Because I do not take it very lightly when someone I love is being fucked with. So I was pissed. In addition to her being pissed. So she already tells me she's not coming back. So she has to work that Saturday and Sunday. She don't show up for those two days. She gets terminated the same Monday I do. She gets her termination letter like 20 minutes before I do. So I get back to work Saturday. And uh, talk about transparent, right? And honestly, I was pretty vocal about the whole thing. I wasn't disrespectfully vocal. Like I said, we wouldn't have no business. We didn't have no business anyway. So I maybe shared it with a couple co-workers about my displeasure. People I trust. And it's not like, oh, they might have went back and said something. Because I don't care if they went back and said something. That necessarily wouldn't get me fired, per se. But I still feel as though this played a role in the whole thing. So I feel like it's worth mentioning. But, um, yeah, you know, I was not very happy about it. And I told people when I got back to work, and I was like, this is crazy that they did that to her. And, you know, I'm the type of person who... I got to make reference to something every five minutes because I'm still annoyed about it. Because the words they used to her was like, oh, you're not yourself. So I was like, oh, I was like, let me make sure I'm I'm not doing nothing crazy so they don't feel like I'm not being myself. Because I'm just so irritated about it still. So Steven is there again that day avoiding me. But for good reason, because I don't want to talk to him at this point. I don't even want to I don't even want to talk about my own issues at this point. Because I'm so irritated with his his entire existence. I don't want to talk about it. And, I mean, he avoided me anyway, so it doesn't even matter. So he leaves, and he's gone, and I don't get to talk about it. And that's pretty much the last time I see him. Because the next day, which is Sunday, there is a big snowstorm, quote-unquote, to this area. This area does not treat snow well. Now, my bus... Saturday night when I was coming home already didn't even come down the street where I live on because they were scared of getting stuck. Oh, they just showed a commercial for that damn Hershey's and Reese's Pieces. I want another one, goddammit. Anyway. This episode is brought to you by Hershey's Chocolate with Reese's Pieces. If I could say that enough time and they send me some free bars. Anyway. Okay, don't lose your train of thought. All right. Yeah, so uh, the bus didn't even come down my street. Uh, Because this area does not handle snow well. They don't know how to deal with it. They don't know shit about snow. So it was just like, okay. And it was actually coming down that next morning. I actually had gotten up. I was getting ready to go. And um, I was talking to my friend Anna. And I was like, yeah, I'm about to get ready to go to work. She's like, oh. She's like, really? With this snow? And I look out the window. And at that point, it's coming down. It looks like a snow globe. I was like, oh, shit. And I can see it's already stuck to the ground. And I know it looks bad. I know buses ain't going to be running right. And it's a Sunday. So, and it's not it's not even safe. Because I, sl- I definitely slipped on the snow the night prior on my way home. So, I was like, oh, fuck all this. So, I call to tell them I'm not coming in. Mind you, this is two hours before I have to be there. Nobody answers. So, I say, all right. Fuck it. 
two days prior when I was working and the phones rang off the hook, nobody answered. And we weren't busy. People were near the phones. So I already knew what the fuck was up. I'm like, y'all niggas ain't answering the phone. Y'all ain't busy. So I was annoyed. I'm like, I'm not going to call y'all back. What I look like hunting y'all the fuck down? Y'all don't pay me enough. Y'all don't treat me well enough for me to have to hunt y'all down to tell y'all I'm not coming in. Fuck that and fuck y'all. So it was considered a no call, no show. Now, one would not expect to be fired after one no call, no show. But, uh, you know, apparently that stacked up against me along with my quote unquote frequent call outs and uh, frequent tardy tardinesses. And I was bewildered. Sunday morning, I got that email. I was texting Anna. I was getting up, getting ready. I was getting ready to get ready to get ready to go to work. I was about to, you know, I was sitting up on the couch, you know, opening my eyes, looking out the window, about to make some oatmeal. And I checked my email because she, she had sent me her screenshot of her termination. And I was like, oh, wow, that's crazy. LOL. And uh, I got one, too. I was like, girl, they terminated me. I was like, girl, they fired your bitch. I was not expecting that. But was ready to get the fuck out of there, but was not expecting it. I wanted to leave on my own terms. But whatever. And, um... It it just looked like a reason to get me out of there. They owed me money. They didn't just owe me that money. They owed me plenty of money from when they weren't even paying me the correct wage that they agreed to pay me months prior. They owed me some back money from that. I'm pretty sure they weren't happy about me being this this rebel that I am. And uh, I truly believe that that was what led to my demise, especially the, the specifically the back day. Them owing me money. Them owing me that motherfucking sick pay was what got me the fuck out of there. And I thought that was just so dirty. And, you know, it upset me and it kind of hurt my feelings because I, I'm like, I work my ass off for you, bitches. I came in through all types of pain and injuries and suffering and, you know, for me to bust my ass to come from Virginia and, you know, do X, Y, Z, spending money to get there and Ubers and Lyfts and shit. Paying $15 for Ubers and Lyfts that I do not want to... I don't... I hate... I hate spending money on Ubers to go to places like that. I'll take another $30 Uber for dick again before I do that. Huh. You know, like like the song, Men Period, on my album, Heart Off My Sleeve, which is available now on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, and Tidal. But I, I was bewildered. Flabbergasted. But that, that's just how they treat you, nigga. I was like, all right. That's cool. I will let it go. But... You know, applying for the other... I, and I spent a lot of time applying for jobs. So, mind you, and this is in the middle of my... um, Well, not even in the middle. The... Yeah, I guess the middle. In the very early stages of the little breakout I was taking. So, I had a lot of free time on my hands. So I just applied, 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 applied. I was applying for... I spent, like, honestly, two and a half hours straight. I put music... I don't even remember what I was listening to. But I just... Like, I sat here and put my headphones on. I tuned everything else out. My sister was watching TV. A lot of the time, we watched TV together. I think she was watching soap operas and shit. I just tuned everything she was watching the fuck out. And just started, like, applying my ass off for everything. Because I was like, I can't do this. I can't, like, not have a job. 
I was like, I need insurance. That was what concerned me the most. I'm like, I need insurance. I have insulin. You know, I have, I have an ongoing sickness. Yeah, I need. I I gotta take my prep. I mean, I don't have to take prep. Prep is not a priority, but insulin was what I was most concerned about. But went on that interview, got the job. So I've had a I've had quite a January between the jacked blockings and the the job shit and recording the music, getting a new job. 2019 is interesting so far. But, I mean, just the fact that I'm out of that job is already a fen- phenomenal year. So, I'm very happy for that. And um, my friend, who was in the situation, she also, I believe, got a new job as well. So, greener pastures for everybody. The grass is greener on the other side. Thank God, because the grass on that motherfucker was not green at all. But, like, I tweeted yesterday when I tweeted the uh, screenshot of the offer letter that I got, or the email, that I, I feel like spitting on my hand and slapping the fire out of upper management. I truly meant that shit. Like, I, I still feel that. Like, I want to slap the fire. Spit. Wait, no, that wouldn't. That wouldn't even hard enough slap. I can't even clap my hands hard enough with how hard I want to slap. But that's okay. I made it. And that's what matters. So we're going to take another break. And we'll be back shortly. Everybody's favorite portion? Nah. Maybe my favorite. I don't know. My favorite person is doing the whole show, period. But music. Uh, what you, I gotta say about some music stuff. Um, I mean, it's been so long. It's been so long since I've even done the show that I could talk about literally anything. Um, I think I tied music into, like, all the other sections anyway. But, I mean, I, I could talk about Grammy nominations, but, like, that would be kind of late. I mean, I'll do a spe- I'll do like a, a Grammy show. I mean, I'll touch on it briefly. Okay, um, just off memory, I would like I would love Chloe and Halle to win. Um, actually, speaking of music and Chloe and Halle, we touch on the Super Bowl a little bit. Um, how do I feel about Chloe and Halle singing "America the Beautiful" at the Super Bowl? Um, and Gladys Knight doing the Star Spangled Banner. I totally feel like. I feel differently about the two different acts doing the different things, but I feel the same for the most part. It's like, okay, they're doing it. And that's it. Like, they're, they're doing it. And I'm not mad about it. I'm excited for I'm excited for Chloe and Halle, especially, because it's what's not fair to me is to, like, grow up 
watching stuff like this as a kid and stuff and then have it have it taken from you just because the institute like I, I totally understand trust me I'm hip I'm woke I do I understand what the NFL has been representing in the last few years but I'm like if y'all gonna do that y'all need to come after every fucking black man in America that has that watches these games every week I don't feel like they're doing any disservice or any disjustice or any injustice. Disjustice? Wow. I can't believe I'm saying that word again because I definitely used it on a podcast before. <laughs> That's funny. Um, anyway, I don't feel like they're doing any harm to anybody by getting up there and singing, especially when that's something that I'm sure they dreamed of. Especially being, you know, avid fans of Beyonce, like seeing her do the Star Spangled Banner. And Gladys Knight, that's somebody who has earned that and I mean, she's in doing it in Georgia, her home state. She's in her 70s. Like, let her be. If she feel like she uniting the people, let her feel like that. But, you know, your, your fathers, your cousins, your uncles, they ain't going to stop watching these NFL games. And your ass probably going to sit down there with them, too, and watch it. If somebody was inviting me to a Super Bowl party and I knew there was going to be some bomb-ass wings there, would I go? Yes. For the wings. And just the wings. I mean, am I glad Cardi didn't agree to perform with Maroon 5? Yes, because she would have never heard the end of it. I'd rather Travis Scott be the martyr. This is a whole... The the whole situation is annoying to me. Not that people are giving these people backlash, because I understand the backlash. Because if I had been asked to, I probably wouldn't do it, because I know the backlash. What's annoying is the root of the situation to begin with. It's very, it's, it's annoying to me. And I almost feel as though it's not fair because that shit that we enjoy as black people. Like, black people love sports, especially football. I'm like, damn, we get to let them take that from us too? Like, if the Grammys do some, some seriously racist shit, like, damn, am I going to have to stop watching the Grammys at some point? That's, that, would, that would upset me because I grow I grew up loving watching the Grammys. I just hate that. I just hate that it's always some bullshit. That somebody always pulling. Somebody always got to pull some bullshit when it comes to black people. And, you know, it, it, I do. I, I do still stand with Colin Kaepernick. I do. I mean, I was never, like, an activist out here with my blue vest on and marching the streets. But, you know. I'm hit. I don't speak enough about it or a lot about it. I keep a lot of opinions on race and shit to myself. But, well, that's not entirely true. But uh, a lot of, a lot of it's, it's situational. When situations happen, I usually stay out of it. But, and then I throw my two cents in and then I move forward. But I, uh, I get it. I do. I swear I do. I just, especially for Chloe and Holly, I just would like to see them get away unscathed. Which, and I haven't seen them get much backlash, which is cool. It would be nice if they performed that and then get the Grammy the following week. Like, that's, that would be an amazing, that would be an amazing start to Black History Month for them. Making their own Black History. So, more power to Chloe and Holly. Much support, much love to their artistry. Their album was amazing. And I look forward to new music from them. I would I like to hope, I would honestly hope to work with them one day. I would love to, like, write and sing and produce with them that would be so dope because they are just like out of this world dope 
But, you know, that's beside the point. Um, I wanted to have a small conversation. There are no small conversations with me. I want to have a brief conversation. There are no brief conversations with me. A conversation about girls who have missed their solo calling in the industry. Based on the groups that I love. That's not all the groups I love, but... Um, I'm gonna start off with... So, I made this really cool thread about TLC the other day. And I made it about their album cuts. They have amazing albums. They have five great albums. And there are some great deep cuts. Album cuts there. And, um, in the thread, toward the very end, I did, like, three solo songs. One from T-Box, one from Left Eye, and one from Chili. Now, as far as this conversation goes, the one who missed their solo calling was absolutely, positively, Rosanda, I hate my first name, Chili Thomas. I don't know if she hates, I don't think she hates her first name, but she really don't like to be called Rosanda at all. Like, you really need to address her by Chili, because that's her stage name. But, especially if you go, if she gonna be like that, then she definitely could have, uh, giving us an album and I know she tried like twice the first time she was recording one she ended up dropping it to do 3D and then the second time around I don't know what happened that's when all those leaks came out and like the leaks were good Straight Jack Game Proof Straight Jack used the uh, you know the beat from the same beat that Polo I guess Polo passed the beat or variations of the beat around to a lot of people the beat for um, you know Nicole Scherzinger is whatever you like, who ironically didn't miss her solo calling. Um, yeah, I thought Chili really missed it. Like, she missed her window, especially around the time she had Tron. She had her baby in 97. That was when T-Boz... I don't know why T-Boz never put an album out either, but at least she's got... She got singles out. Like, she got Touching Myself out and that charted, and then she did My Getaway for Rugrats in Paris. Like, you know, she has some solo songs. And Left Eye, of course... Her, though her album did not get released in the States, she still got a solo album out in, you know, 2001. Even though it did not do well, she got she put out what she wanted to. And Chili just never delivered. And I always felt this way. I didn't always feel this way. But at some point, I listened to Pink's Can't Take Me Home album, and I realized that whole album could have been Chili's debut album. That could have really been it. Like that whole sh- that every fucking song on that album, and it blew me away once I realized that. Like from the candy writing to Babyface to Dallas being on the album to One Twelve writing one of the songs, like that could have the whole thing could have been Chili's album, and I'm upset about it. Granted, Pink bodied that album, but I just think of everything from there you go, look at pitiful, just because I let you go. First of all. That song is Candy Down. I hate Candy so much for writing that because it's such a candy written song, like. But even like the 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 like the quote unquote deep cuts like um Let me let you know, yeah. And I'll leave it yeah. Let me let you know I don't know where I'm going, but I'm going far from here. Um I fucking love that song. That was like my, the thing, that was my mom's favorite song. She used to play it so much. So like as an adult, I appreciate it. A lot of songs she played, speaking of songs that she played that I appreciate, that she appreciated that I didn't, would be I Miss You So Much, which is a solo, like a solo Chili song on Fan Mail, which is my favorite TLC album, favorite album of all time. 
And that's that's that song's gotta be like in my top five TLC, maybe top three. Babyface wrote it. It's just such a great song, and that could have been right there on the the album. But uh, yeah, can't take me home. Could have easily been a chilly album. It's got like the sass and that kind of vibes off of what No Scrubs did. Like that that album would have been like a hit. But you know, I mean, she performs well, and she's she can be a really good singer, and she dances her ass off, and she loves to perform, and she's beautiful. She could have some bomb ass videos and performances. Like she could really be something. Cause there aren't like if you really really think about it, there weren't very many girls who could like who could do what she did. And it seems like I'm putting a lot on it. And that's because people don't really respect TLC the way they should. But there ain't a lot of bitches who who could do that like that. Really like really dance and is is a really good singer and carry a tune well. Like give you a good good belt or two like you know. I don't think she wanted to write that much, but that's okay. She could have definitely like been out here as one of the leading R&B girls of the early 2000s. She could have canceled Ashanti. No, I'm kidding. I was going to say cancel Ashanti before Ashanti happened. But I'm kidding. We love Ashanti. Anyway, moving forward, next on my list would be Kelly Rowland. So, I know what you're thinking. Kelly Rowland has a solo Grammy. Kelly Rowland has number one single. That's Kelly Rowland. Kelly Rowland has released like five, six, seven, eight albums. Not really that many, but. But I say I have Kelly on this list for the simple fact that her ear for music is not amazing, in my opinion. She has some great tracks that have made her albums. But overall, it's just like her potential has never been like matched or or reached I just feel like maybe she needs excuse me she needs a really good A&R to just really drive it home for her and just really craft out really really find those good songs and good art good songwriters and producers for her to work with because she works with great people but like the music don't always be as amazing as she is and she has put out some good music but I just I just want so much better for her. So I would say she missed her calling. Next on my list would be Latavia Robertson. Now, I say Latavia because we never get we never really get to hear her voice. Never really heard it much until actually, when she was on R&B Divas, and you got to hear more of what she could actually do with her voice. Than her, you know, lower register, raspy, T-Boz-esque voice. And she, there's power in her pipes. I was like, who knew? I mean, I figured there was a voice there, but I didn't know. There was power in them pipes. So I just wish she had gotten a chance to flex that a little more, you know? I know it was a really rough time for her and Latoya, especially her after the Destiny Child situation. And uh, it just never happened for them until... Of course, until Latoya got signed to Capitol, released Torn and all that stuff, and got a number one album, number one platinum album, with a number one R&B single. Like, Latoya was really out here. I cannot, I cannot. And now she's you know, a successful actress and, you know, all that stuff. And it's great that, uh, you know, all of them have solved their problem. Well, they didn't really have a problem after years went on. They just probably hadn't talked. But 
you know, they all went to see Beyonce on tour and she met up with them and those pictures really uh touched my heart. Especially for her to, you know, be when when Latoya was pregnant, she had a hand on Latoya's belly and I was like, Oh gee. Warmed my damn heart. But um yeah, Latavia, she really I feel like she could have really done something, man. Like she I feel like she had a voice that was probably it is a lot. She could do a lot with it. And um and see, it's crazy because I almost can't even make the argument because I know that little about her talent. She never really get got to shine. I think now is as good time as any to just for her to really get out there. I really hope she does. That would be awesome. But you know, she's gotta want to do it. I'm sorry for yawning. I'm so fucking rude. Anyway, I have okay the last one on my list, and there there's more. Feel free to share more with me to tweet me. Uh, Tell me some comment on this, whatever. You know, I would like to know what y'all think as well. But my last two are from the same group. I have Adrian Bellon, who's first. Now, Adrian has a great career. You know, she's got she's a host of the Real. She is seen every day, nationally, internationally. You know what she looks like. You know her voice. Um, you know, she did Cheetah Girls. She's done quite a bit of acting. Um, but, you know, she really was insecure about her voice. And I, I hate that. Because I always thought she had a really good voice. And I never, I thought it was like, she said she felt like she sounded like a baby or whatever. And I understood that. But it worked for her. It really worked for her. And I heard um, a solo song of hers that I liked. It's called Chase the Wind. That was pretty good. And uh, I know she was recording one. She was, like, signed to Motown, I think, with Neo. And I don't know what happened. I guess she just, you know. But she said she was going to go back to it. And she put the Christmas album out last year. Or two, maybe 2017. Maybe 2016. I don't remember. But she was more confident then, which is great. You know, she she got her, like her, like her legs back in the music. So I thought that was awesome. And so I hope to see something like that from her. And... The next one for sure will be Naturi. Ah, Naturi Naughton. Naturi Naughton of notorious and of power fame. I'm so happy she has really gotten her career like in a great spot with all this acting and, you know, this out here being wonderful and being a black girl really doing it. But she has a great voice. She has a really nice voice. And she could dance. And I think she could really still, to this day, put out a nice album. Great music. Great videos. Like, she could do it. And I don't, again, I don't know much about her artistry or what she would want to be as an artist. Hell, she could want to be a jazz or a country musician for all I know. But she has a voice on her. And her voice was very good in 3LW. And I assume her voice is still really good. I I haven't heard her sing in a long time. I don't know if she still would like to sing, but I feel like somebody like her, and I think she's, I believe she grew up singing in church. Somebody like her, it just does not die in you. The voice will not die. I assume, all these people, I assume they walk around singing every day. Because I know I do it. I can't imagine not walking around just singing all the time, just singing to myself, singing out loud. It's just what I do. Singing at work. People always would hear me singing at work and stuff, and... Like, I anticipate that in my new job. I anticipate walking around, somebody catching me singing something and, you know, 
so forth and etc. I really don't think it dies, but Notoria is somebody that uh, I really encourage. I really hope she gets back to it. And, uh, you know, that sews up that conversation. Feel free to, like I said, tweet me, comment on whatever, text me even. I want to know if anybody has anybody else that they thought about. Uh, Brownstone and Vogue. Uh, who else? The Spice Girls. Danity Kane. I mean, they all have put out solo music with the exception of Andrea. So. Danity Kane. I don't know. Maybe even some boy bands or male groups. You know, feel free. And moving on musically. I'd like to talk about Joanna Noel Levesque. Also known as JoJo. Hi, JoJo. <sighs> I'm very proud of JoJo to start with. I remember when uh, Leave Get Out came out, MTV used to show the video every morning. And for some reason, I don't know why, I kept thinking her name was fucking Mojo. Probably because I was thinking of Mojo JoJo. But um, Leave Get Out came on and I, I, it was catchy. I was like, oh, I like this song. Now I remember buying the album. I remember my brother having a huge crush on her saying, that girl, fine as hell. And um, I love the album so much. I played that album out from Breezy up through Fairy Tales. Ugh. I'm talking about this. There were songs I used to skip back then that I didn't appreciate like I do now. Like Sunshine. I don't really like Sunshine like that. Mm. Uh, what other song did I skip? I think that might have been the only song I used to skip. Occasionally, I would skip Keep On Keeping On, but it's still a great song. Especially considering it's so near and dear to her. She wrote it, and it's a beautiful thing. Then The High Road came out, and I was kind of blown away by that album because Too Little Too Late was phenomenal. It, it was doing really well. Almost number one single. I really wish it had been number one for her, but... Um, and then, as you know, the story started to tumultuate. Is that even a word? It sounds right. <laughs> if it's not, it is now, bitch. Um, you know, her story started to really spin, you know, the, the black ground shit. And thankfully, she was able to get into some acting. But, like, she had so many false starts to that third album. Like, so many accidental first singles, or I was supposed to be first single. She had, like, The Other Chick and In the Dark. I know In the Dark was supposed to be an actual single before it was the mixtape. That mixtape was a draft of the album. Like, Disaster, Demonstrate. And then, she put out Agape, you know, the mixtape sister of Love JoJo and the Love JoJo 2, all that stuff. Um, but of course, before, but before Love JoJo, or was it after Love JoJo 2? After Love JoJo 2. Or before Love JoJo, either way, we got Mad Love when she signed to Atlantic and you know, she was finally free. But there is something lackluster about Mad Love. I said it. I finally said it. I feel like she was she felt pressured by Atlantic to make more pop than R&B. I know she wanted to do... I know she would do whatever she wants, but I felt like she was pressured a little more. Because she's white to do pop. And that's not what... And I guess I feel like they also looked at the fact that Too Little Too Late was her most successful single. But... And then, don't get me wrong, Mad Love was great. It had great songs. Um, like This, Edibles, Vibe, Fake Ass Bitch is... No, apolo- <laughs> no apologies. Fuck apologies. 
um, you know, good thing. It was definitely more good than bad, but there was something too Pop-Tart about it. Like, I feel like that's not JoJo. And you know what happened? She left that label. What was the first thing she did? She put out Wonder Woman, and I said, this, this is the JoJo I'm looking for. That was definitely the JoJo that I was looking for. I felt like she felt so much more comfortable. You used to... Did I say Superwoman? I meant to say Wonder Woman. I just realized. Girl, I give you good love. So, ignore that singing. I'm sick. So, um, that was just such a good-ass song. And I was like, this is it. Somebody actually fuck. Um, somebody played that song during an encounter that I experienced, which I thought was funny. Anyway, we won't go down that road. But, um, uh, excuse me, again, fast forward to 2019, and she signed to Warner Brothers Music, Warner Brothers Records, with her own uh, imprint, Clover Music, which to me seems as though she should be able to, you know, do whatever the fuck she wants, as R&B as she wants, and as pop as she wants, as rock as she wants, and JoJo is versatile, the thing about it is, she was doing pop, but the pop was not, like, it wasn't good enough to me, like, she could do better, like, if she gonna do pop, they need to hook her up with, like, a good pop producer, give her, like, some Max Martin, like, Ariana's into you, that's the kind of pop, like, she needs some real good pop, and we all know how I feel about Into You. Or I felt like um, Tori Kelly should have been us, should have been JoJo's song. Because, I mean, Tori Kelly was just going to, like, abandon pop and go sing gospel. She should have been doing that from the beginning. Like, girl. I mean, I support that, though. You know, everybody has a calling. Especially, mu- especially musicians. We all have our callings. And she felt like she was called to do that. So I support that 3,000%. But I feel like that could have easily been JoJo's song. Maybe if the key was lowered a little bit. She could sing it. Don't get me wrong, but, like, I don't want JoJo to be out here, like, straining her vocals. Because JoJo, like, always getting sick. Like, her voice is, like, her voice be suffering when she gets sick. Like, I'll be there. I'll be watching. I'll be like, girl, I feel you. But I, I root for her so much. And I just, I'm really anxious to see what, um, what she's going to do with it. And the re-recordings were fucking amazing. She sounded great. On every last song, she recorded both those albums in full and gave us Disaster and Demonstrate. You mean to tell me I can actually finally demonstrate? I can stream it finally? So I just think that was an awesome victory for her, for the fans. That was just a great thing that she did. And that was smart. And I'm like, okay, now Tony, fucking Braxton, and Tank, they all gonna have to follow suit. They might as well. And go ahead and re-record that album. Especially Tank, because I want to stream Maybe I Deserve... And slowly, you know, oh, you, I can't even, don't even get me started on that song. That's one of, like, the greatest R&B songs by a man ever fucking recorded. I mean, Tank did that song. But that's beside the point. But yeah, man, I'm rooting for JoJo so hard. I'm so proud of her. And, uh, you know, that's my girl. And 
she's gonna do great things this year, next year. So I support her three thousand percent. And that wraps up my music portion for now. If there's anything you want me to discuss? You feel like I didn't discuss? I should discuss. You want my opinion on? Feel free to shoot me an email, a text, a DM. My Instagram, my Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Find me, call me, beat me if you want to reach me. When you want to page me, it's okay. So I'll be right back with a closer and yeah. can't believe I finally decided to <laughs> finally found the strength, the time, the energy, the proper universal alignment to put this shit together again. And don't worry, I'm here to say, don't you guys fret. Don't you guys fret, okay? I'm a quick healer. I've been watching Bring It On a lot lately. Um, I just want to close by saying that it's not easy to be yourself. But I think ultimately, that's what all, that's what anybody wants, is just to be themselves, you know, and to be able to be themselves around everybody else. And I think the one thing to remember about dealing with other people is that that's all we want to do. Everybody just wants to be themselves. Everybody just wants to be happy and be happy being themselves. Everybody just want to be okay. Everybody just wants to live and love and be loved and share love, spread love, have love spread to them, have their wishes respected, their body, time, money respected. Everybody wants the same thing. And the tricky part is that we all go about it differently. I even see this is funny. This is something actually this is a spiel I went under on my interview. Like. It's just important to remember that that uh, everybody does not express themselves in the same way. And that's not an excuse. I get tired of people saying everything. That's an over overused word, excuse, because everything is not an excuse. Some things are literally reasons, okay? And that's literally a reason. That's a reason people are the way they are, because everybody wants the same thing, but we all go about it differently. And we all go about things differently because of the things we've experienced, the way we were raised, the way we learn and we look at things and, you know, everything is an influence. Whether you choose to, whether you choose to believe that you're being influenced or not, I'm influencing you right now by you listening to me. Hopefully I am. Hopefully I'm a positive influence on you, but everything is an influence. Whether you want to believe that, whether you want to buy that, whether you want that to want it to be that way or not, but everything is going to be an influence to you. And where you come in is it's up to you to treat others not just the way you want to be treated, but treat others with love. Try your best to. And I could, I know I could stand to hear that a couple of times because I don't always treat people with the utmost love, especially when they don't deserve it. But there's also a line. 
when people don't deserve it, then, or people show that they don't want, that's more what it is, they show they don't want it, or they don't like your form of treatment, then I think what it is, is either you have to treat them with love, or don't treat them at all, because it's okay to completely cut yourself off from things and people, especially people, because people be toxic out here, and sometimes they take your love for, not for granted, but they just, they try to absorb it as energy and misuse it and spit it back out into the universe as something else. And that's not entirely their fault. Sometimes they, people genuinely don't know any better sometimes. It's off of what they've been through and what they've experienced. So sometimes, I think all I'm asking you to do is just consider the source sometimes. Just really sit back and think about things before you react to people and things a little... It'll put a lot of shit into perspective for you. But. That's all really for that. Be on the lookout for some updates from me on music. Hopefully I'll have an update for you guys. That care. Soon. Hopefully. That's the plan anyway. And yeah, just, you know, consider the things I said. They're important. Also, go get you a motherfucking Reese's. I can't even. A fucking Hershey bar. Hershey's bar with motherfucking Reese's piece. See, you can't really say Reese's pieces because they don't really work right. So I have to say Reese's pieces. A Hershey's bar with Reese's pieces in them. Do that. And thank me later. And most importantly, before I even say this, shout out to my good sister for being free from RCA. And make sure you guys watch Rent on Sunday, the 27th, on Sunday on Fox, Rent Live. Good things coming from my girl this year. So, with that, with that said, I would like to say, <clears throat> let me get close to the mic for this one because it's been a while. Hashtag justice for Tinashe. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Yes, Janet, that's the end.